Real Church Matters. 2018. 2018, we here. We is here. New Year, same God. <laughs> New Year, same God. Real Church Matters. This is episode 47. Yeah. Episode 47, I'm Forrest Hall. I'm here with... That's when I am. And as always, we're Real Church Matters, where we talk Real Church Matters because Real Church Matters. Mm-hmm. Let's get to a little bit of housekeeping. As always, even in the new year, you can go to realchurchmatters.com. On there, you will find a link to all the episodes. Also, a link to one of my favorite blogs, Go Do Likewise. Yes, you can read any of my old blogs at likewiselife.com. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Go Do Likewise. Absolutely. And you can follow us at Real Church Matters on Instagram, Facebook, etc., etc. We only, uh, not on Snapchat. Because uh, we don't want to chat in a snap. <laughs> we want we want to talk to you. It's not the platform. It's not the platform yeah. for it. Yeah. Um, so, what else? Patreon. Thank you to each and every person who supported us in 2017 through yes. Patreon. Those who are interested in it, you can go to Real Church. Uh, no, Patreon. 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 P-A-T-E-R-O-N. E-R-O-N. No, I did it wrong. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Forward slash Real Church Matters. And you can give any amount will suffice. We appreciate it. As always, when we give, uh, when you give, you get uh, extra content. As well as if you give over $10, you get a free t-shirt. Absolutely. So uh, we appreciate each and every person. Hopefully you guys are making resolutions to listen to us more this year. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And we're making resolutions within ourselves, committing within ourselves to give you something worth listening to. Um, That involves just us digging in the word, studying, growing, building our faith more so we can have something to pour out to you. Yeah. And sharing what we're going through. I feel like that's those, when I went back and listened to a lot of our older podcasts, like the best ones were always things that I know I was struggling with and we talked about it and I grew from it. So. Yeah. Speaking of that, <laughs> we started a conversation and we had a whole nother thing we was going to talk about and we still going to talk about it at another time. But today we're going to jump into this situation Um Antoinette feels that she's in. It's a it's a situation I've been in many a times, and uh, it wouldn't be real church matters if we didn't talk some real church <laughs> matters. Yeah, man. So let's get into Especially it. Especially starting the year off. Let's start the year, y'all. Yeah, yeah let's start it off right. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm getting a little excited. I'm ready to. I'm ready to. <laughs> ready to you ready to? Head. You already know how I am. You know how I am. So I'm ready to get in. As always, obedience over audience. So since we got our audience. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. So we were just having a conversation. Just talking. Just talking. And I can feel something going on. hmm And I don't know how the conversation got there, but after a little bit of poking and prodding, which is what I do best. <laughs> You said, it don't take much with me. No, no, it don't take much. Yeah. So you just like cut the crap. This is what's going on. <laughs> so go. 
um, I was explaining to you that, um, like, as believers, I feel like sometimes we get to a point where you can know what you should be doing. You know better. You know a lot of stuff, but it's not enough to get you to do it and believe it and honor it. And um, and you get to a point sometimes where you allow certain other thoughts and other things become more powerful than they should be Absolutely. in your mind. So let's pause there. In that understanding of that, there's a specific thought that you have let germinate and grow mm-hmm. that caused me to say, let's stop this and let's hit record right. and talk. That specific thought was... When I talked about... Um, if it takes this much effort, if it takes this much energy... Am I doing the right thing? To do these things, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Am I saying it the right way? No, that's exactly how I meant it, yeah. It doesn't feel right. Yeah, and what I'm talking about more specifically, if people don't get it, like as far as you know, trusting God and going those places that are uncomfortable, doing the things that he's calling you to do and doing that, but also fighting against your own like your own head telling you this is not what you should be doing. You should be doing this, and you're kind of wasting your that energy in this. So let's yeah. talk about that first. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that that place in your head that where you're currently at. Number one, you're saying, I know what God has laid on my heart to do. Yes. What has he laid on your heart to do? To... The podcast, my, number one. Yeah, no, all of that. To put know, my, but, but to, I, I, to I generalize share, it. No, I want to generalize. I want to specify it. Oh, from everything to the podcast, to the blog, to my business, to what I'm supposed to be in other lives, the lives of my loved ones. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, all that. All that. And you dabbled in it. In 2017, you found yourself going to places you've never gone before. Mm-hmm. The, the the final frontier, so to speak, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the the whole idea of we are going into new spaces. Everybody says, you know, new me. Everybody says that. That's what the top of the year is always about. Right. It's a new me. But guess what? I'm going to tell you why it's not a new them. Because not many people are interested in new in their life. They're not. Uncomfortable. Think about all the new that you went through in 2017. Those things that that were new in your life are the things you're struggling with right now. Mm -hmm. Why? Because as a believer, the Bible tells us that he's going to make us new, but it fights against everything that's old in us. It just does. Mm -hmm. It fights against it. It doesn't want you to. Last year, you started... A podcast. This may seem like just some trivial thing to y'all. It's not. But it's not trivial to somebody who, number one, is not a talker. (laughs) And then I think another thing is you're telling people to do things that you have to do in your own life. You just have to. You can't tell. You can't do. You can't be on this type of platform and say stuff. That's what I'm saying. Even with the podcast, there's that part that 
it's out of your comfort zone as the fact that you're not a talker. Then number two, it's out of your comfort zone as to who you allowed, the type of Christian you allowed yourself to be. Mm -hmm. You allowed yourself to be a Christian where you did not have anything that held you accountable. Mm -hmm. Now all of a sudden you have this podcast and you feel a sense of accountability to other people. Mm -hmm. That I can't just talk this stuff and not live it. Mm -hmm. That's new. That's all. This all new. Mm -hmm. 2017 new. Yeah. Then you started writing. Did you write a lot before then? No. You, you weren't writing. No. All of a sudden, God is taking you to new Antoinette. I, this is not what Antoinette was thinking about when 2016, at December 31st, 2016, at 11.59, when Antoinette was counting down, she was not thinking, this is the new Antoinette coming into 2017. She mm -hmm. didn't look at Forrest and say, Happy New Year, Forrest. This year, I'm going to be a podcaster. I'm going to be <laughs> a blogger. I'm going to write about the word and growing as a Christian. I'm going to talk about the word and growing as a Christian in a podcast. I'm going to hold myself to a higher standard as a believer. Ooh, I cannot wait till people start to see this new me. New year, new me, 2017, the year of the Christian. No, that's not what you went into it with. Mm -mm. But that's what began to materialize no more than three weeks after the ball dropped. So you started going into these new places. Not that you had planned them. This is why New Year's resolutions are a little tricky. Because to say you can create a resolution is to say that you know the big picture. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yes, then you don't. Mm -hmm. You don't. In order for us to be that higher definition of ourselves that we say we want to be, the only person who commits to these who can create resolutions? Yeah, it's Christ. And you make me think of video when you talk like that because, oh, yes. like, you think of pixels and how you need so million trillions of them to make a a movie to right. make a video. That's, and, that's when people look at video games. Yeah, as opposed to the video games back then, there's a reason why Nintendo was called the 8-bit system. Mm -hmm. That was the resolution. Right. It was 8 bits. Mm -hmm. That means there was 8 pieces of information in every pixel. Mm -hmm. That's not a lot of information. So when they look at the video games now, and they look at the PlayStation, the Xbox, and they're like, this looks like real life. Because yeah. guess what, buddy? Four times as many it, bits. It is beyond yeah. 8 bits. Mm -hmm. We're talking about, we in the thousands now. Mm -hmm. We're talking about we're in 4K HDR now. Mm -hmm. the, the amount of pixels in one, the, the amount of bits in one pixel oh. is to the 4,000s, to the 5,000s in some of these things. Mm -hmm. That's why the picture, the resolution is clear, more defined. There are greater details, things you could not have saw, mm -hmm. things that you had to assume before. Mm -hmm. You'll look at a square and they'll be like, what is that? You'll be like, oh, that's a spider. <laughs> that's a spider that's that's the best they could do that's the best they could do with the resolution that they had mm. see God he, he constantly is adding more information to our lives to give us a greater picture of what he intended in the first place so we start seeing this picture and guess what it scares us let me show you how it scares us they said that there's a scientist that says 
that you can't take a person from the past if there was a time machine. Mm -hmm. You can't take a person from the past and put them more than 30 years into the future. They said more than 30 years and it would they would they would go insane because of how much of a jarring progression it's yeah. been. So they say, imagine taking a cowboy and bringing him to now. <laughs> this man has rode horses. You know what I'm saying? He had to hunt for his food. You know, you take him out of just being out on the range and he could hear the crickets chirping and stuff and just put him in the middle of New York City. Right. He would lose his mind. Yeah. No, I was even having a conversation with my brother who's a neurologist the other day and he was telling me about how every 10 years our brain cells basically regenerate. That's why we always feel like we become different people every 10 years because our brain cells regenerate. And yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. That it perfectly goes to what we're saying is that there's a constant change happening. Mm-hmm. Even biologically and physiologically, there's a change happening. Right. But how we respond to that change psychologically is where the problem comes in. Mm-hmm. The body is fine with change. You've been changing since the day you was born. The mind is fine with change. You've been changing since the day you was born. The spirit is fine with change. The only person that's not is us. Mm-hmm. Psychologically, we feel a discomfort there. We start Talking in ways that's weird, you know. You was talking, and I was like, "Come on, we gotta cut the crap." You was like, "You was like, man, you don't, you don't understand." Like, I just don't feel it right now. No, like, I couldn't even get real words out because, like I said, you you come to that point where you know better, and you you know what you you encourage other people. And I've, you know I've what said you're about same, to say yes. is things that you heard people say, yes. but you couldn't help yourself to say it because you didn't know how to articulate the reality of it, which is, I'm scared. Mm-hmm. Come on, let's let's be let's be honest. This real church matters, right? <laughs> yeah. New me, same same fear. Let me say it again. Let me <laughs> say it again because that's probably going to be the title of this one. Mm-hmm. New me, same fear. Yeah. That's the problem. That's where we at. That's where the discomfort is. If you pause for a second and catch yourself. Because you, you, you kind of think you know where this is going. But you didn't know where 2017 was going. That's true. You have no clue where this is going. So even your fears are misguided. Even your fears are based on the foundation of assumptions. Because you have no clue. God is laughing because he's like, look how scared you are about your guesses on what I'm doing. <laughs> You'd be really scared if you knew what I was about to do. Yeah. You'd be really scared. The problem is, is that we we think we get a little glimpse of it and we think we know the rest. You start getting afraid. You start teaching the word. You start sharing stuff. And you're like, oh, I know how this goes. I, I I'm I'm gonna be like evangelist so-and-so. <laughs> I'm gonna be like minister so-and-so. No, you're going to be a new thing. And you got to embrace that new thing. Because that new thing is not new to God. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's not new to him. Mm -hmm. 
It's what he always wanted you to be. To him, it's the old you. To him, it's the you that he formed before you were formed. Mm-hmm. It's the reason that he's going to, when we die and we stand before God, he's either going to say, depart from me, I do not know you, or he's going to say, welcome, home, because he recognizes My good us. good and faithful servant. Because he recognizes us. How does he recognize us? Because we have to turn to that new thing that's old to him. We got to be what we used to be. It's, it would be as if your mother said, I was telling you memories of when you were a baby. You have no point of reference to that. She was like, you acting just like you was when you was a baby boy. <laughs> and you're like, how did I act? You have to listen to her because you have no point of reference to it. Your mind can't go that far back in memories. You have little blips of images here and there, but your mind can't go that far back. Mm -hmm. Your mind doesn't really encapsulate who you were back then, but you were a whole moving, breathing, thinking person that had a personality that other people who experienced you could recognize, but you have no point of reference to. Mm -hmm. That's how God is. We have to let him take us back to who we were to a time before we were even knowledgeable to understand what were was. Mm. Take us back to, here, let me put it this way. Take us back to consciousness before consciousness was housed in flesh. Mm. Take us back to purpose before purpose was put into this earth. Yeah, because I was thinking about when God... When God puts life in something, it's for a purpose. So like you said, that purpose, and the Bible talks about it being revealed through through time. It's yes. being revealed. The true you is revealed through time. We keep saying, I don't know what I'm going to be. What you are going to be already is. Mm-hmm. The only person who's lost to it is you. We're not letting that happen. The minute we feel ourselves going to a new place, we get afraid and we back out. That's the next part. The next part is, what's your response to this new thing that ain't so new no more? Because I just just showed you how 2017 was filled with new. Mm -hmm. Some of which you explored and made it out of. You fought those fears and you settled in it and you're growing in it. Some of those things you backed out of. Mm-hmm. The podcast, you're here in it right now. You'd have made it to 47 episodes. Part of that is probably because you don't want to let me down. Part of it is probably because there's a there's an audience that will know that you don't do it. No, I would say it's more... It, it, all this, I feel like, has just started, honestly. Like, know, yeah. Know, but more, but if if I was to say it would be more like, it just because it was a routine, I guess. You, like, you, now you, it's to a point where yeah. you, you got over the, because I, I'm, I'm speaking from the reference points of the episode nines. Oh, yeah. That, that was Where tough. you were struggling. Yeah. The episode 20s, where you was like, I can't do this no more. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? You made it over those humps. 
those moments where you were about to go back to old net, you made it through them to now you're at 47 episodes. There's other things that God tried to take you to the new that you didn't make it through. Right? This is real church matters. Come on. Don't back out there. No, I'm not. So what's, what's one of those things? I guess the blog, I guess I'll say. The go do likewise would be one of them. Yeah. But it's not that you don't have a heart for it. It's just it's hard to find the heart in it when the heart is buried in the fear of it, the unknown. It's a struggle, and it's important that we share this. Number one, I started with you because it's fresh with you, but I want to take it to me. I want to take it to me because, guys, y'all have to understand this is what I share with Antoinette off the top is that if at any point I make it seem like I am at a place of comfortability with the new force, then I'm, I'm, I, I messed up because that's, that's not what I'm trying to relay. Every step that I take towards that new force, the old force fights on every Single path. Every single way. Guess who else started a podcast in 2017? I did. Guess who never did anything like that remotely before? I did. I know you saying, well, you talk all the time. I talked in the confounds of what I I deemed as comfortable. Mm -hmm. It was easy. I've been doing it for so long. It's easy for me to talk in my church family. Yeah. It's easy for me to share in the confounds of the people I'm comfortable sharing with. Mm-hmm. The minute you put it on a broader spectrum, I was not ready for that. I wasn't ready to hear what the world had to say about whether they agreed with me or not. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready to, to deal with all of the repercussions, the people who, who perceive what we doing as a grandstanding, the people who perceive what we doing as us trying to be famous in some way. Those are clearly <laughs> people who don't understand how this stuff work. No. But nevertheless, God bless y'all. And you're probably listening right now because, you you know, that's how, that's how those people are. <laughs> they can't help. They can't help but be, yeah. You can't help it. But, it, you know, hi. At the end of the day, I didn't want to deal with none of that stuff because mm-hmm. that wasn't what forced one to deal with. No more than I'm sure a lot of the situations that Christ put himself into with situations that me, myself, I look at and I'm like, well, he could have avoided that because who wants to deal with that? You know what I'm saying? They wasn't trying to stone him. They was trying to stone her for right reason. Mm-hmm. He could have just kept moving. He could have looked at him like, man, that sucks. You know, it's a shame she had to get caught cheating. Yeah. You know, let me get out of here before they start stoning her. <laughs> I don't got a stomach for that. No, but he put himself in uncomfortable situations. Because he had a role on earth that was revealed to him through time. He understood it, mm-hmm. but he didn't truly understand it. He didn't truly understand it. He had to live that thing out. He had to allow that thing to reveal itself in him. Yeah. We have to fight this humanity. That's what I was saying, you know, last year when I was like, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. What I'm saying is we don't fight humans. We fight Humanity. Mm-hmm. You are fighting humanity. Yeah. That fear that we feel 
the minute we going into something unknown, I don't know why it's sexy to say new when we're really talking about the unknown. <laughs> People say new me this year. It's unknown. You. It's unknown. Mm-hmm. You don't know what can You're happen. You're scared of the new. Everybody's scared of the new. It's just cute to say these things. What happens when it's time to be new? Well, it's cute to say, if if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. <laughs> Wait, where you going, old things? Who who told you to leave? Oh, all things are become new. Mm-hmm. I, but I liked what was there. People don't understand that. They sit and watch these shows like the hoarder shows. Mm-hmm. You watch these hoarders and you're like, it's rats in there. It's just nasty. You don't understand. That's a mess to you, but that's her to her. Why? Because we attach ourselves to the past. Mm. We The past becomes what we think is us. It's comfortable. We look at it as us. Mm-hmm. A, a, a cover, a trinket, a toy, a memory. We see these things as the DNA of our lives. If you take away my memories, you're taking away me. That's the way I think. Mm-hmm. That's why we get sad when we see a person with Alzheimer's. We say, it's like they don't exist. Is it? Is it like they don't exist? Or are they actually benefiting from something that we need to have, which is short memory? In order for you to have long suffering, you're going to have to have a short memory. Mm. In order for you to really make it through this marathon of life, where he said the race is not given to the swift or the strong, but the one who endures, that's a person who recognizes and forgets very quickly how slow they are. Mm -hmm. They don't let how slow they are stop them from going. He said the swift and the strong, that ain't the one that's going to do this. It's the one that can endure till the end. Because guess what? This life is long. It's long. It's a long life. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you how it's long and how the swift and the strong don't, don't really matter. You got people who lived their best life in high school. Tons of people, yeah. They were swift, boy. You felt weird because you was like, look at her. She's more mature. She's more connected with the world. She has a, a sense of herself. She has a confidence. Here you go, little old Antoinette. Just you don't feel like you really fully are are in the place. You you don't really feel like you're you yet. And you looking at these people and you like, how are they so assured and and focused and mature? Hey, some people get there quicker. But guess what? Life ain't about who gets there quicker. Mm-hmm. It's about who endures. can endure. Funny how you look at a lot of those people from high school. And you look at them and they still talking about what, Antoinette? High school. <laughs> High school. Because guess what? The fastest days. person don't matter if the fastest person don't learn how to endure. Mm-hmm. Their best days are behind them. Yeah. That's why the phrase glory days, the, even that in itself. Yeah. Those were your glory days. <laughs> I remember when I ain't got time to remember. Mm-hmm. Wonder why I don't got time to remember? Because I'm too busy discovering the new. Mm-hmm. Discovering the new. Letting that happen to us. Letting it turn us to whatever it turns us to. At some point, you stop. Everybody does it. It's like Michael Jordan always said, like, 
uh, did somebody asked him, what does it feel like to be in the zone when he's like scoring 50 and 60 points and every shot he makes, it just, it, it, he shoots, it just goes in. And he says, there's a place that you go to, like you're not even there no more. Yeah. He's like, the minute you actually kind of bring yourself there you're is when you it. start to be out of it. Mm-hmm. I'm missing them. So what are we talking about? As believers, we have this problem. As humans, we have this problem. When we pull ourselves out of that zone and bring ourselves back to this weird thing we like to call reality. And I feel like the holidays mixed with New Year does that. Like, I feel like you go through this, like, little vacation period. You kind of detach yourself from stuff and you left looking at everything. And and and, and it's, the, it's the biggest mistake that we make is that we tend to take a vacation from the reality of God for the sake of this reality. And when we do that, we pull ourselves away from what gives us the strength to carry on to the new. And we give ourselves back that energy that only has strength to hold on to the past. That's all it has. You know, some people just, they got a good grip. Mm-hmm. Say so you either holding on to God or you holding on to the past. Sure. You hold on to God, he's going to take you for a ride to some new uncharted territory. You hold on to your past, you ain't going nowhere. Yeah. But one thing about it, you'll never feel empty. You always have. Even when you realize those things are empty, you'll find solace in the fact that at least you have them. That's where people at. I'd rather be old me than new me because at least I know old me. I have no clue what new me is going to be. Yeah, and then when you think of like that old creature, like those thoughts are, they're almost like stones. Like they last so long. I feel like they're just able to just re- Reinvite themselves into because, your life because <laughs> we we allow it, and we allow ourselves that luxury, a luxury that we can't allow ourselves. Why? Because the Bible tells us this ain't our home. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let me put it this way: you don't go in somebody else's house and start putting up pictures of yourself. All of a sudden, they come home and they like. I said you could stay here the weekend. Why did you take down my mother's picture and put your picture of your mother? <laughs> you can, this is not your home to put your precious memories in. Mm-hmm. This is not your home in that way. You're welcome here, but you are not allowed to make it your home in that way. This place is not built for us to rest the past in. Mm-hmm. You, you can, let me put it this way. James, Peter, Peter especially, he has this term he calls us sojourners Mm -hmm. or exiles. He's referencing to the fact that for the believer, this earth, we just passing through. I find that that's what we're really dealing with right now. You talk about being a new creature. In Christ, when you talk about 
these uncharted territories that God has taken us to. That's the that's what we should expect. Because we're where? We're far from home. See, people start looking for familiar when they think they're where? Home. home. Mm-hmm. You're not home, Antoinette. You're not home, podcasters, listeners. You're not home. See, a person who's traveling, who's a sojourning, who's on exile, who is a frontiersman. Think about Matthew Henson. You know what I'm saying? You think about these people who traveled to places. We admire them because they went places that no one has gone before, or at least to our knowledge hasn't gone before. Mm-hmm. And they risked not knowing what's there, but still went there. Are you... We everybody's excited that 2018 is here. It's my year. <laughs> it's your year. This is my year. Expectation. I and all of that. But are you really courageous enough to to voyage into 2018? Are you really? Are you really that confident? Are you really that curious? Are you really that that tenacious to journey into the unknown and see what God is trying to do with you? That's what we need. We need explorers. We need people who are willing to journey into the unknown and find out exactly what God is trying to show them. Yeah. We don't need people who are scared. Scared people, they, they, they start guessing about what it could be. I don't want to go out there. It could be uh, wild animals. It could be this. It could be a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where we have to be. We have to go to a place where we don't mind journeying to the unknown because we're going to find something greater. We talked about this stuff before. We're using the scripture. Ears have not... Heard, eyes have not seen, nor has it entered into the heart of man what God has prepared. It's cute to talk about the unknown, just like it's cute to talk about space. But what's what's our biggest fear? You want to know what our biggest fear is? Space. (laughs) Look at all the movies. Most of the movies about space involve what, Antoinette? (laughs) What? Death? (laughs) Death at the hands of what? Space? Or what? Aliens. Oh, aliens. Because <laughs> our idea of space is it's unknown. It's it has scary, to be dangerous. It has to be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We are afraid to go to those places. We'll sit all day and let people talk to us about it. Oh, tell me more about the universe. So there's, there's solar systems and there's multiple systems of of planets within the universe and the universe is infinite and we can go and it'll take 30 years. Who wants to go to Mars? It's going to take us three years to get there. I ain't trying to go to Mars. <laughs> Bruh, take a camera with you so we can all see it. No, I think, you know, like even for me, it used to be my, like my little escape. Like when I wanted to feel like, remind myself, you know, that it's just earth and all that stuff. I used to, 
like love space and stuff like that. Yeah, we love that stuff. Yeah. Until it's time for us to journey into our own personal space. <laughs> yeah. Until it's time for us to see not the universe, but the world that God has hidden within us. Mm-hmm. Yeah? When he tries to show you the universe that he buried in you, all of a sudden you get cold feet. Not just you, me too. But that's why I warned you and I said, catch yourself. Because what you'll do is lose years. You'll lose years. You start off losing sleep. Then you start losing years. Then you, you I lost a lot of years. I, so I'm telling you mm-hmm. from experience. You'll look back and you'll be like, man, this can't be it. There was something I was running from. There's something that I'm not facing. And when I started to face those things, I, I was afraid still. But I said, I'd rather go here than stay here. Mm-hmm. I'd rather go there than stay here. One day you're you going to get tired of here. Right now you might think here is a safe place. But one day you're going to get tired of here. Yeah. And it's frustrating because you can't go back, like, especially when you're talking about being a believer and growing in that. Like, you can't unknow stuff. So even when you try to go back, it's just like— It you just, just hurts you even more. Yeah. So it, you really it either, tortures you. Yeah. It tortures it's you. It's tormenting. The yeah. one, one thing I wish I didn't do as a 20-year-old, I wish I never got to know God. <laughs> because I'm telling you, once I did that, it added an extra weight on the unknown for me. Mm-hmm. Because there was the things I wanted to do. There's the things I felt God wanted me to do. And there's the things I was comfortable with. And I was comfortable with just being still. Mm-hmm. The certain things I had no choice but to do. Perfect example of that. It's like playing Super Mario Brothers, the old one. It's constantly moving. The board is constantly moving. So at some point, you're going to have to jump. Just because life makes you jump. Mm-hmm. That's how life is. you constantly growing. You can't, I don't want to grow up. Mm-hmm. I'm a toys. No, no, you growing you up. Grow up. You growing up. You growing up. Gray you hair start showing you up. You can fight it all you want. <laughs> Guess who, who, who you know was was in their twenties and didn't have a cell phone. You. Why you want to know why I didn't have a cell phone? You didn't want to grow up. I didn't want to grow up. Mm-hmm. I didn't want those pressures of that. I didn't want the pressures of that life. All of it felt like pressure to me. All of it stressed me out. Mm-hmm. I didn't want people getting to know who I was. I didn't want to have to deal with none of that. All I wanted to do is just live this thing out in the solitude of the comfortable confounds of my life. Confines of my life. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to go to greater places. It was cute to talk about being talented until I saw where my talent was trying to take me. And I constantly would chicken out. I constantly was afraid. The thing, there's things that I said no to that people would be angry at me about. There's people I ignored that people would be angry at me about because they, they kill for these opportunities. But I would have killed to just stay in my room. People don't understand that. Mm-hmm. People don't understand it. 
It's funny because even when I look at ambitious people, they only hungry for what they know. Yeah. They never or hungry what they for seen the unknown. Already, yeah. For what they seen already. They never hungry. You never see people hungry to be what nobody else is. Mm-hmm. Why? Because that's scary. scary. You see a kid hungry, you're like, what are you outside shooting for? I'm going to be like LeBron. Won't you be like you? I don't know what I'm going to be. It's hard for me to be me if I don't know what I'm going to be. <laughs> That's what's weird about even when you see, you know, no spoilers, but in the, in the, in the next, the new Star Wars or whatever, there's an Asian woman. And so there was an Asian woman writing a review about it, and she said, this, this is good to see. It's good to have representation. There's a young Asian girl who will see this Asian girl and in Star Wars and want to be an actress because they see her. While that sounds cute, that is confining to the understanding of what growing and being you is all about. Growing in the idea of who you are is all about letting God reveal you to you, not you finding a little bit of you in somebody oh. else. Yeah. That's the danger. He's showing you you. It is not comparative to anybody else in your circles. It's idealistically you. It's uniquely you. And everything about it scares you because there's nobody else in it. It's just you. We consider ourselves failures at times because what God has created us to be, we can't find it in nobody else. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking to somebody. It's true. I'm talking to somebody. <clears throat> you know, some of this stuff I haven't articulated outside of my own head because God has shared this stuff with me to comfort me. Mm-hmm. And this is my first time saying it out loud now. You know, but that's the reality of it is that to comfort myself, I tried to always compare where I was going to where everybody else was going. Mm-hmm. I needed to at least see a little bit of their 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 trajectory in mind for me to feel like I'm headed in the right direction. Mm-hmm. But y'all got to understand. The right direction is to follow God's direction. We going into this new year, we ain't having it. We holding each other accountable. We encouraging each other to be those explorers. You got to think about it. The great people went places nobody went before. And then other people try to do it afterwards. (laughs) Uh, It's cute. Everybody woke now. But I respect the first person who was woke. Because guess what? It's easy to be awake when there's mad people awake. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We talk about things like the Underground Railroad. Guess what? Somebody had to, to spark that off. Yeah. Somebody had to say, there's a way out, and we're going to make a way out. And convince others. And yeah. convince others to try mm-hmm. where their minds wouldn't let them, where their fear wouldn't let them. And then even that, you convincing people of something you don't even know for sure. Come on now. How many people on the 20th trip up to the north was now they convinced to go? <laughs> like, well, y- y'all going back up there? <laughs> hey, 
I tried to get you to come on first yes, trip. Sir. I know, I know. But now I see. No. Nope. No, no. <laughs> and the problem is, Antoinette, it may take you the 20th time seeing God do it in somebody else for you to buy into it. But who says you're going to have till the 20th time? It's true. It's somebody right now that's going to actually do something just because they saw me do it. Mm-hmm. And while that's nice, and I'm glad I was able to encourage you, who's to say you would have had that opportunity? Come on. What if we start this podcast after everybody gave us their blessing? We started we it before. Started it. We would have never started <laughs> We would have never started We started before people even was comfortable with us doing it. Some people did not have, they weren't comfortable with it. And if I waited to do things for who was comfortable with it, I would have never did anything because it's hard for us to move like that. Yeah, because you always going to have more reasons to not do something. It has no to what. be that you are moving from God's direction and you let him take you to the new me everybody dancing about. Mm-hmm. If I see one more person talk about new me, new year, you look pretty old to me. I'll tell you when it's new. When I see you going somewhere, I ain't never seen you go before. When I see you talking like you never talked before. I know. Some people don't know what new mean. That's true. It's true. Let God do a new thing in you. And then I'll say, guess what? You new out here. But if you can't, if every time God try to do something new in you, you fight it. All you, all people want from God is the old thing. All people want from a a, a God is the old thing. The old thing, yeah. What they say in the Bible, they say, "Give us our fathers' bread." bread. Mm-hmm. He said, "I'm trying to give y'all a new thing. That'll the upgraded have to bread. Eat again. Yeah. This type of bread you don't even you won't ever hunger again. Mm-hmm. They didn't want that." They wanted their father's bread. He said, hey, your father's bread, once they ate it, they still hungered. And not only that, their bread perished. Everybody want the same thing. How many people have been asking God for money? Is that a new thing? That's an old thing. Nobody ever say, God, can you show me who I am? Can you show me? How to be like you? See, because Jesus walked this earth and he never said, Lord, God, can you show me how to make money? Yeah. No, he just let God reveal who he was. And he was able to make something out of nothing. nothing. He was able to feed people with nothing. He was able to give people money with nothing. He dug his hand into a fish, pulled out a coin, said, here, take that. Mm-hmm. He was able to make something out of nothing. Why? Because he didn't do things the old way. He did it in a new way. Yeah. Some of y'all don't even know. God trying to get you money out of nothing. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. None of your understanding, none of your wisdom and great education. Yeah. Not nobody else's either. Nobody else's, yeah. How many Christians you know caught up in pyramid scheme? <laughs> Too many. Hey man, um, you wanna you know 
getting involved in this. I don't want to get involved in nothing that somebody else came up with. I want my own thing. How do I want my own thing? I want something that God defined just for me. Just for me. I don't want a friend. See, oh my goodness. Let me let me share this. Every there's different types of businesses. But there's people who start a business and then there's franchisers. Mm-hmm. Somebody right now is saying, I own a business. And I ask them, what's your business? And they'll say, I own a checker. Mm-hmm. You own a checkers, but LeVan Hawkins created checkers. <laughs> he franchised it out to, to you. you. Is a thing, but it's not your thing. Mm-hmm. I know it's your thing, but it's still not your thing. Mm-hmm. No knock to anybody that's franchising out there. God bless you. What God is trying to give people is something that can't be franchised. It can't be a formula that's copied. Mm -hmm. I was listening to the radio today. They said, have your own Froyo machine. Call this number and we'll get you set up and start making money today. Mm -hmm. It's only, these people don't have no passion for frozen yogurt. No. Don't have no interest in frozen yogurt. You wouldn't know what they have. They got money. interest in cold hard money. Old thing. So they willing to do anything. But somebody had a passion for froyo. Yeah. And made the thing that they're now allowing other people to get involved with because they have a passion for money. God is trying to give us something that's greater than a franchise. Mm-hmm. Everybody is franchising success out here. I built a success, copy this, and you'll have my success, or at least a semblance of it. Mm-hmm. I created beauty, or something people say is beautiful, copy what I do for beauty, and then you'll have a semblance of beauty. What you think they're doing out here? Why do you think that the famous people are the tastemakers? Why do you think why do you think that they are the standard setters? Mm-hmm. If Rihanna put a choker on, there will be 7 million women with chokers on. Why? Not because they feel that that is an identifiable uh, understanding of beauty to them, but because it looks good on her, so it has to look good on me. Even if my neck thick. Even if I don't even have a neck. My choker is hanging on my earlobes. No offense to anybody that want to live like that. But what God is trying to give us is comes from the inside out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Not from the outside in. But every time he tries to give us something from the inside out, every time he tries to reveal the mysteries of his eternity from the inside out, we get scared of the unknown. Because even when you think of the fruits of his spirit, like those are only things that can be birthed from inside out. Like you can't, peace can't be bought. Peace can't, you can't look at somebody and have peace and copy what they do. Like peace has to come from, like you said, inside out. But they, would have, suffering, they would have to journey. Self-control, all They would that. have to journey into the new them mm-hmm. to experience these things. But they don't want it. So guess what they do? They franchise peace out. Mm. Ooh. I just seen a person in Cabo 
They looked like they were so at peace. They online Booking buying it. tickets. Yep. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. The holidays is the worst because you get caught up seeing these things as ideals, but they're just figments of imagination. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> There's so many people who did not have the means to explore or to get a better understanding of the world around them back in the day. Mm -hmm. These people created stories to make sense of the things they didn't understand. So the American Indians, most of their stories were actually explanations of why things were. So they would have a story about why it rained. Mm -hmm. They would have a story about why, why there's a sun and a moon. They, still talk to this day. It, well, you know, if if their you know legacy still exists and they haven't been wiped out, yes, they still pass them. these That's stories. That's a few along. of those native, yeah. yeah. Maybe not in America, but they pass. <laughs> it, it's all mysterious to them. Mm-hmm. It's all ways that they try to understand what they didn't have the ability to go and explore and understand. See, as believers, we have the ability to explore. And make sense of things that other people just guess about. They just guess about. You have the ability, Antoinette, to go to a place that most people stop at. God is trying to take you and mature you and bring you to a new place where you are not identifiable. You are not comparative. You are not familiar to what anybody would deem or understand to be a woman or successful. That doesn't make you not a woman. Doesn't make you not successful. Just makes you not their woman. Just makes you not their success. You have to embrace that. Mm -hmm. You have to fight that ideal that causes us to think that we home. It helps us to understand I'm here traveling the final frontier to find that place called home. That's what I'm doing in 2018. Take me to the things nobody ever heard before. Because when I have it, they're going to be trying to listen to me to figure it out. (laughs) Take me to the things nobody's seen before. Because while they poking at fun at me and and ridiculing me because they never seen it before, so it's uncomfortable to them, God going to see me and recognize me. Mm. Take me to the things that they never, has never entered into their minds. Their imaginations haven't even stretched that far. Mm. Right now, you stretching the ideas that even people have of you. I had to say it again. You are now stretching. You're encroaching on the boundaries, the limits of what people even expect or understand of you. Mm-hmm. You hear them say it all the time. They be like, man, Nettie, I didn't know you had that in you. I'm exceeding your expectations because you never knew me. Mm-hmm. But one day I'm going to go to the person who knew me and he's going to say, I know you. I would rather y'all not recognize me Mm. and God recognize me because I decided to be new. Mm. Then to have y'all say, that's the Nettie I know. Mm. 
and him say, depart from me, for I do not know you. Give me something, sister. You just, you just this is good stuff. You're saying a lot. You, this is good stuff. Yeah, we got to encourage each other. It got to be bigger than a podcast at this point. Mm-hmm. Bigger than our pride. That's why I love what you're doing, and I appreciate what you're doing right now. And I, I, I it challenges me to do it even more. Mm-hmm. Put ourselves out there. Lay ourselves bare. So that we can start to get to the brass tacks of what's holding people back. Because there's too many people doing these type of things like podcasts under the guise of pride. No, that's why even talking to you, I was like, I could either even go through these next few months and just wait it out. Or I can talk about it and try to grow from it. And yeah, I would rather make that decision. Because it's easy to just walk through stuff and just do it. Because these ain't teenage phases. No. These ain't things we we keep thinking they just going to pass, but they last. That's true. And then, like you said, you waste time. You waste years. You waste time. Yeah. You waste time. You see people, I and I no offense to those people who just coming around to the Lord Jesus, <laughs> who just now in your late 30s, in your 40s, in your 50s, in your 60s, all of a sudden now you're talking about purpose. Now you're talking about God leading you and guiding you. It, it, I love it. Amen. Bless you. But you ain't really understood your purpose until you went to some young people and said, don't be like me. That's true. I'm 36. I'll be 37 in three months. Less than three months. Two months, actually. And I'm telling you, don't be like me. This is going to be recorded. This will be there for all time. I want you to listen to this even when I'm dead and gone. Don't be like force. Don't let it take so long. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. This is the toughest part. See, some of those people out there, they didn't have no understanding. They just come into an understanding. Right. And I thank God that they came to an understanding. But when I say don't be like force, don't know it and don't show it. Do you know what I'm saying? Don't don't eat this stuff and not let it take hold of you. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, don't just be entertained by the word. Let the word sustain you. It's sexy right now to be entertained by the word. We actually using an entertainment platform to <laughs> share the word. I'm not surprised when we get the listens we do because it's very entertaining to listen to the word right now. But we got to start letting this word take us to places we don't want to go because if we understood what it was, we would see it's worth it. Episode 47. What did I say I was going to call this? Um, Something fair. Uh... New you. Same fear. Same fear, yeah. Episode 47. Thank you, Antoinette, for being honest and sharing. Anytime, man. <laughs> anytime. <laughs> this, we starting the year off right. Right. I ain't got no time for nothing but the truth. No, no, no BSs from BSUs this year. <laughs> <laughs> Magnum Cool Laude, too. They, they graduated Magnum Cool Laude.